I realized that I needed God more than I needed to be mad at Him. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today is Testimony Tuesday. And today we have a story of a lady named Rebecca Alonzo. And she grew up in a church where her dad was the pastor, but there is this man in this church that did everything in his power to basically come against them and to make their lives miserable. And he ended up having his her mother and father shot and her mom ended up dying from it. But God is a good God of restoration and he brought things around and he's a forgiving God and he teaches us also, even in the worst of situations, in the worst of circumstances like this, he teaches us to forgive. And this is her story of forgiveness. He said, you're going to have to run for help. And I'm running with everything I've got in me. As fast as my little seven-year-old legs can take me. With her mother lying dead in the next room. Rebecca! And her father seriously wounded from a gunshot. Rebecca ran to a neighbor's house for help. I was so scared because I didn't know what this guy was going to do. I didn't know if he was going to come out and shoot the rest of us. The events of that night were actually the culmination of years of torment at the hands of one man, an elderly neighbor whose jealousy eventually turned deadly. Rebecca wrote about it in her book, The Devil in Pew Number 7. Mr. Horry Watts was well-off and well-connected. He was used to calling the shots. That is until Rebecca's father, Robert Nichols, a young, handsome preacher, took over at the Free Welcome Holiness Church in Sellerstown, North Carolina. The congregation loved him and his wife Ramona, and the church flourished. But Mr. Watts, who always sat in pew number seven, did everything he could to drive the Nichols out of town. This man was every pastor's nightmare. He would point at his watch if he thought my dad had been preaching too, too long. He would get up and walk out and slam the door, so they had the doors replaced so that he couldn't slam them anymore, which made him even madder. But this was only the beginning. He worked his way up from harassing phone calls and threatening letters to the drive-by shootings. And then when he realized all of those things weren't going to work, then he began with the dynamite explosions. Mm. And we had 10 explosions in two and a half years around our church and our home. One of the explosions shook the house so hard, her baby brother's life was put in danger. That explosion blew out two or three windows in that room where my brother was sleeping. He was just a little baby. And my mom would read Psalms 91 to me about how God would cover you with his feathers, that his mm -hmm. angels would watch over us. And my brother did not have one piece of glass on him. Although the Nichols knew who was terrorizing them, they couldn't prove it. And the police moved painstakingly slow on the case. But instead of taking matters into their own hands, Rebecca watched her parents pray for Mr. Watts, praying for this hard-hearted man to come to Jesus. What did that teach you about forgiveness? Well, I, I heard my dad preach about it in the pulpit on Sunday and Sunday night and Wednesday. We were in church three times a week. And then I prayed with my mother about that same forgiveness. So I heard it in church and then we lived it at home. So their example to me was just amazing how they weren't just preaching it, they were living it. Although there would be breaks from the harassment, even months of relative calm, the fear of the next explosion tormented young Rebecca. 
How did you sleep at night? I had a hard time sleeping at night. I would always try to crawl into my, my parents' bed. So at night, as a little girl, you could look out my window and see him pacing back and forth in front of our home. Plotting his next move. Plotting his next move. And so he stalked our family. After every effort to run the Nichols out of town failed, the unthinkable happened. Mr. Watts knew that the Nichols were taking care of a woman who was seeking shelter from her abusive husband. He talked the husband, William Harris, into taking care of the Nichols. My dad, when he was shot, fell to the floor because one of the bullets went into his hip and he was unable to move. This, this big guy, you know, my hero, our protector, was, you know, just slammed to the floor with that bullet. Although Rebecca's father survived the shooting, her mother didn't make it. Rebecca says the years of torment and anxiety and the loss of his beloved wife took a severe toll on her father, not just physically, but mentally as well. He and my mom were best friends. They were soulmates. Yeah. They had done so much ministering together. They were partners in life. And when he lost her, a big part of him died as well. Mr. Nichols died a few short years later from a blood clot when he was only 46. Rebecca struggled to forgive. Not only the men who tormented her family and robbed her of a normal childhood, she also struggled to forgive God. I got pretty mad at God, mm. and I said, Lord, when mother was killed, a man took her life. But when daddy died, you took him. And so after two years of wrestling with God over that, um, I realized that I needed God more than I needed to be mad at him. Both men eventually served some jail time for their crimes. And then, out of the blue, when Rebecca was 17, she received a surprise phone call from Mr. Watts. He said, I want to know, I can't re live the rest of my life without knowing if you've forgiven me or not. Mm. And I said, Mr. Watts, my brother and I forgave you a long time ago. And he just sat there and, and, and kind of wept. He said, I'm out of prison. But during that one year, he found a relationship with God. Not when he was in church services every week with us, mm. but when he was in prison alone with himself and his sin. Right. That's when he found Jesus. Amazing. And he said, I want you to know that your dad was a good man and that he didn't deserve what I put him through. Today, Rebecca is married to a preacher herself and has two beautiful children. She says in writing the book, she had to forgive all over again, but says God is faithful to help you forgive if you let him. We all need forgiveness. And, and that's what I tell people when they say, how did you forgive? I said, well, I watched my parents as a little girl, but as I got older, I got the revelation of how Jesus forgave us on the cross. He gave everything so yeah. that we could live a life of freedom. That was Rebecca Alonzo with the CBN Testimony, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under CBN Testimony, The Devil in Pew Number 7. You can also find out more about CBN and their ministry at their website, cbn.com, and you, and you can check out her book, too. It's called The Devil in Pew Number 7. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day today, and I will see you again tomorrow for another episode of Morning Moxie. God bless. God bless.